first off, uh, welcome to the Rainy Doyle Podcast, and I've got a, a really, really, really special guest um, today. All of our guests are special, but this one's really special. Um, and so last week we tried it, and I got up, and I usually eat an orange or an apple or a banana first thing in the morning, and I <laughs> I didn't clean the <laughs> apple. I just went right for it, right? I kind of rinsed it with some water, and it must have had some pesticides or something on it because like a half an hour after I ate it, uh, I was sick uh, for about four hours. Matter of fact, I didn't feel good for probably about for probably about almost thirty hours before I really felt right again. So, Kelly, we're sorry that we missed you last week. That was a bummer. But okay. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into this, and um, I've got two pages of notes. So, um, there's so many cool facts about Kelly uh, that I think people need to hear because it's going to help you and your life and your business that I don't even know where to kind of start. And so we're just going to start at the beginning, but I, I'm going to kind of, Kelly, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of take and talk about you a little bit before we get going. But before I do that, introduce yourself and where you're from and all that good stuff. Uh, I'm Kelly Mankin. I'm the owner of Akeake Professional Detailing in Kailua Kona, Hawaii. Um, and I've lived here for 20 years, and I, I'm loving it. I'm loving loving the Aloha lifestyle. Well, and, and we we were we were fortunate. Just a couple months ago, we got to, you know we saw you on the Big Island. You got to hang out with you, and uh, Kelly was was super sweet and set us up on a boat trip. So we went out uh, along the coastline, got to uh, get in some amazing uh, amazing snorkeling. Um, it was, you know, we, we thought where we were and where snorkeling was cool and where Kelly, where, where Kelly got us was even cooler. But um, let, let me brag about Kelly for a second. Is First off, Kelly struggles real. And so I really want you guys to, everybody to, to tune in right now because I think that, you know, a lot of us put this, portray this life of perfection and, you know, oh, we're killing it. We're grinding and, you know, we've, we're, we're happy. Ha ha. And, you know, uh, Kelly's had to get happiness. She's had to gain happiness. She's had struggles in her life that are very real. Uh, she's had to build a business. We're going to get into that. She's expanding. She's expanding with a good friend of ours, Steve Hampton. Um, Kelly's taken and had personal struggles in her life. Kelly's had professional struggles in her life. And we all do. But most of us fake our way through it acting like we don't. Uh, Kelly takes and stands up, and this is where I get a little emotional. What Kelly does for people is the deposits she's putting back into people, realizing her own struggles and what other people and women could be facing, and how she puts back into them is as impressive as, you know what, um, and so You're getting me I already. think that. Well, and I know I would, but it, it's meant to because here's why is all of us, none of us have a perfect life. And I want to talk to those of you that maybe think that you don't deserve a life because of, well, I've had this struggle. I'm a little behind, you know, I'm a little, I'm, I'm young, but I, I did this bad thing or I'm older and I had this addiction problem. You know what? It's all excuses for you not being great. And Kelly's a fine example that we all have a regular life and we can still and we still can be great and we deserve <laughs> to be great and we should be great. And once you become great, you got to help other people become great too. 
And so um, that's how I feel about Kelly. And so we're going to jump into it, Kelly, and I'm going to take in um, – wow. So sure. how the heck did you get into any kind of automotive service? <laughs> what I mean, okay, there's the automotive industry, and then we're going to melt it down all the way to this little tiny niche called detailing. So how the heck did you get into this? What led you to it? Um, you know, we all have our ideas of what our lives are going to be. And um, mine completely was nothing that I intended, including my career. Um, I, I, I made a career out of being hyper-focused and having a lifestyle change. So when... I decided to, I had already dabbled in detailing my, my life and with my father as a young girl. And I always loved cars and I was a nerd. Um, but when I decided to get um, sober and really get focused on, on my own life, it kind of just made my, I got really focused on my business. So I became hyper-focused at that. And I just really loved it. And I, I, it gave me freedom and, um, I did, I could work by myself. Um, I loved interaction. I, I use my, my business as a platform of connection to people. And, um, it, it just, that it, it grew from there. So you, you mentioned it. Um, so, you know, addiction is, 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 has faced so many, my family's faced it with you know, I started facing um, family members that had addictions when I was seven years old. And all the way up until current times, you know, uh, it's affected our family. And I've got, you know, a brother that's really struggled with things. Uh, he's one of my, one of the best people in the entire world. Hi, Randy. I hope you're watching. <laughs> he's my hero. Uh, and, and so, you know, I owe him so much from his addictions because – I've been a straight shooter my whole life. I stayed away from alcohol, definitely, you know, even cigarettes. I mean, nothing. I just, I had occasional scar, but you talk about your addiction. Where, where did that take you and how is detailing, how has small business helped you uh, on that recovery program? Ooh, um, Big question, huh? It is. Um, I think that when I when I decided to get sober and I decided to really start peeling back the onion, I just, I struggled with anxiety and depression and feeling alone and all those things. And when I started peeling back the onion and really go diving deep and, and um, connecting to myself, and I, I started getting really serious about my, job. So it kind of went hand in hand. As I started getting um, clear on what I wanted, I started really enjoying my job more. And then I started letting everything else kind of fall away. Um, and it, I realized that it gave me the freedom to be involved in the community and be involved and connect women and um, give me the freedom to be able to do those things by owning my own business. And in turn, also, I mean, detailing is like mental health for me. <laughs> I get, if I've got something brewing around in my head and I'm, I'm trying to make something shiny or um, you're, you're, you're making somebody fall in love with our vehicle again, and you're 
you're raising their vibration by doing something good for them. And in turn, all that connectivity comes. The connectivity just keeps coming. You create relationships, you create friendships, you create business, et cetera, et cetera. And then it kind of trickles down in, into your whole entire life. So, and, and then with my, the success of my business, I started giving to the community. So every year we do like zip lining, we do boat trips regularly. We try and get women connected. Um, and so that, that whole, it, everything went hand in hand with my business and with my life and with myself. Um, and then in turn, all that anxiety and, uh, um, depression, it worked itself out. Wow. You know, and so kind of explain while we're there before we go into it. So what do you, you, you've got a great outreach program. Matter of fact, you don't do just one thing. You do a, a couple great things. And, uh, so kind of explain what, what you do. And we got to see kind of a little teaser of it. We can't wait to see more of it. Uh, but I think people need to know, that, you know, your outreach and what you do and why you do it. Um, it, it initially started with me um, having a real heart opening in the ocean. Like when, when we went out and swam with the dolphins and um, really started kind of parallel processing all of us. Um, there was, I had a real heart opening and I realized that in doing the work, um, and giving is really healing. So the more I started doing that and the more I started giving back, I started, um, we started with the, the zip lining and stuff like that, but the boat trips, I work with a local, um, company and we we are able to to offer these trips these ocean excursions at a low price so people can really get out there and get connected i mean especially now with covid and everything and people not being connected we really make it a a, a force to keep people connected and that heals me so all my i'm a victim of trauma so in all of that and giving back and connecting people, I'm connecting the opposite of addiction and depression and anxiety is connection. So in doing all that and connecting people, you're healing and in turn putting something else, you know, you're, everybody's benefiting from this. It's, it's incredible. And I mean, so uh, how long have you been in business? I've been in business since 2001. Um, the last, I'm on my 12th year of just doing my, my business and no other side jobs. Um, so, uh, a total of 19, almost 20 years. Wow. That's, uh, that's incredible. That's incredible. So explain, go, let's go all the way back. You said some side jobs, you know, I mean, a lot. <laughs> I think a lot of, <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of us that we get into small business, and we tinker in it at first, you know, we might be a little scared, we're nervous. Uh, we really don't know anything about business. We just know that we don't want to report to somebody else, that we don't want to have somebody else um, make the calls for us, right? So a lot of us tinker in it, we kind of screw around with it, and and then and then we jump into it. So, you know, you, you, you kind of had those tinker years, uh, trying to figure it out, and then you get serious. So, Take us back to the time frame when you got serious and in and, and kind of some of the successes and struggles with that. Right. Um, when I first 
started, we talk about it, or you talk about it frequently in training, um, how do you have a career or do you have a job? So at first I created a job for myself because it was, um, it was before, oh, it was 2008 when everything was kind of crashed. Um, I was working, you know, side jobs. I started working for something, somebody else, in fact, and then people started recognizing my work. And then I went mobile. Um, that was like in 2005, six. Um, and then I got this shack on the side of the road, like right through the middle of town, Elite Drive, right off the ocean. Just a shack with, you know, a, two, four poles and a, in a, in a tarp. And I started, that was my first, you know, fixed location. <laughs> um, but I get, I was still doing it on the side then. Um, but once I started getting clear and sober, I, I moved my shop to the uh, Kona Brewing Company and I moved into my first shop. So all, the struggle between that that location and then moving into a, a professional shop, like I, I, it was just like, I created a job for myself. When I, when I started moving into like doing larger jobs, um, I was doing dealership work. That's kind of when I started considering taking it uh, to the next level. And, um, but I made so many mistakes. <laughs> I just didn't know what I was doing at all. I had no idea. I mean, the struggle was real. I, I, I really struggled with money. I didn't know um, how to set myself up properly. I, I was terrible at business. I didn't know how to ask for help. Um, and I think the key in all of that transition, if I would have known now or then what I know now, I would have definitely asked for help more. And the stuff that I'm not good at or I don't like the things that I love and I'm connected with, I do well at. And that's what I know now that staying in that vein is what creates success. Um, but then I did, I just, I was trying to do everything myself and I was wearing all these hats and I was not, I was doing, I wasn't profitable. I wasn't doing things right. And it was just a job. So once I started really asking for help and like getting a good accountant, getting, um, getting above the board, I started all that, like paying people under the table and not paying my taxes and, and it, I, if in retrospect, I wish I would have known more than to, um, to, to build a better foundation from the start and work up. Well, I'll tell you, and that's, I think, you know, a lot of us, I think, you know, um, shoot, when I got started, I didn't even know what taxes were, you know, right. I mean, cause I was so young and a lot of us didn't. And then, you know, we think that we're going to dodge, you know, Hey, we're going to, we're going to kind of get, stay on the down low. And what you don't know is you're not, you know, it's going to all catch up to you at some point. It always catches up. And, and here's the point too, is that some, the younger you are, the, the quicker that you can start making investments, the quicker that you can start buying uh, things that are real instead of consumer based, you know, items, uh, the better off you are. Uh, even if you're part time and you're just getting this thing going, treat it legitimately. I hear that so many times and you and I have talked about that. Uh, non-stop. So let's let's talk about some fun stuff. All right. So All right. we're over on the big island, you know, just, just a couple months ago, and we get to see you. And it was so awesome to see you in your environment. Uh, 
and to see your life and to see your shop and, you know, just to see the love that you've got for the islands, you know? Um, but here's the, the, you know, here's this little girl. Hey, first off, uh, you went on a personal campaign recently and, uh, there's a little, there, there's quite a bit less of Kelly than there, there used to be. So let's talk about oh. the motivation of, <laughs> of doing that. So I was really impressed. Uh, of, I always love seeing you. I love seeing you with this big, gorgeous smile. And you're so proud of your, you know, what you've been able to do recently. So talk about that for a second. You're going to get me, make me tear up again. Um, that was a big, it was a big deal. So I just passed one year of another lifestyle change. Um, and I made it because of you, Rennie, because it, um, when we went to Air Force One in 2019, um, it was such an awesome experience, but it, it was really hard work. It was beyond what I thought it was going to be. And I was 50 pounds heavier and I was, I was struggling like with my body. So I actually asked for help and um, I got hooked up with, uh, actually Christian Parker helped me a lot he, and uh, got me connected with his trainer. So I changed my entire diet and I've been in the gym. I've lost almost 50 pounds over a year. I'm keeping it off. It's, um, it's changed everything. I, I'm working faster, better, more efficient. I, I mean, I can swim so much further. I mean, I, I, I'm super happy about it. I, I never thought that it would trickle down in so many areas. I'm like, I just want to lose the weight. Um, I want to have a healthier lifestyle, but it's really, um, it's, it's transformed me in, in more ways than I thought it, it, I thought possible. Well, I think your smile got bigger, you know, <laughs> uh, and it, 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 it's amazing to see you. Uh, I, I want to say you look fantastic. Matter of fact, people are putting that up right now, I but I think more than looking fantastic, you look so happy and you look so in love with life. And, and it was really cool to see it. Um, so next we, uh, we we're, we're sitting there talking. We already talked about the boat trip and thank you so much. That was, you know, we, we go out of the Harbor. So Kelly surprised my wife and I and, and our youngest daughter, Darren, and sent us out on a, basically a day trip with, uh, with her boat captain, amazing guy. And, uh, we get out of the, we get out of the Harbor. We're not 50 yards out of the Harbor and we get into <laughs> the dolphin. And so, uh, to see our daughter's face light up, you know, when there's dolphin right there, you know, uh, right. and not, not a small pot of dolphins. It was a crap load of dolphins. And then it just kept getting bigger and better and bigger and better the whole trip. It was an amazing day. Um, we get, we get to see you bought a new set of wheels, uh, gorgeous yeah. Dodge truck. Um, here's this little girl, uh, comes pulling up this big old, this big old full size <laughs> Dodge truck. Now, this is the reason why I mentioned this is because you took an investment and turned it into a business opportunity because that's what you're doing a lot of the quick turn stuff with with the aircraft. And yeah. so I love that you're tying it in. And again, so many people, you know, when they invest, they look at, uh, again, I've mentioned it many ways, is that I've been such a poor guy my most of my life where I think like a poor guy because I was poor. Right. And I buy dumb shit that mm. doesn't it's, it's an expense, not, it's not an asset, you know? So you've turned this, what most of us would look at as, uh, uh, as an expense into an asset where that brand new truck actually makes you money. So it how does. cool is that? 
Yeah, it's great. Um, and I changed my mind on that like a while ago, exactly what you're saying. Um, you know, I didn't put a lot of money. I, I bought my cars outright. I didn't put a lot of money into my cars. Um, but as my business grows, I think that that you have to have that representation of what what is your what are your what is your company representing? What are you looking like? Where how are you putting yourself out there? And the, with that truck, I mean, I was nervous about buying that truck, um, but I use every inch of that truck for all, my business. Like I, I can pull every that inch. thing up, every inch. Yep. And so a really good investment and, and I get return on it just from advertising. Yeah, and it, well, it's impressive too, cause it's so clean and the way you've got it set up and you know, there's no cab on the back of it. You're utilizing the, the flip-up toolboxes you're using the utilizing the the uh, crew cab, you know, and so it's nothing fancy. It's the fact it's that simple. you made an investment. Yeah, it's the fact that you made an investment in a nice truck, and instead of it just being, you know, it's transportation, it's everything else. It's also part of your branding, and it's a tool. You've absolutely right. used it as a tool, right. and so I think it's impressive. So now let's talk about even since we were on the island with you is that you've got a new shop there on the big island that's gonna happen here, what, next month? Well, um, I think everything's off a little bit because of COVID, we've got, we're having problems with the um, the permitting. Um, I'm not the, I think the main building is. So we're, but we're, it's being built. It's, it's almost, the building itself is almost complete. Um, I'm looking to start my building hopefully in March. So, oh, right, and it's right, really exciting. Right I mean, I'm, I get to buy, I have to, I get to build my dream shop and, and I, it's something that I never thought I, it would be happening and all the circumstances presented themselves and everything fell into line. I feel like I'm just in the zone right now. I'm so blessed and I'm, I'm so grateful. Um, I'm grateful for the support I have in my life and the people I have in my life and the community I work in is very supportive. So, um, I'm, I'm just very, really grateful for how everything's now, falling in line with that. Well, and it shows, it shows in your life. You've got a great partner, you know, you've got a great, you've got great friends and, and you've earned it. You've won out, you've worked hard for those things. And I think that when people hear the success that are online, right. You know, that are listening and watching is don't forget how hard Kelly's worked for all this. So let, let's go back. I'm going to get in your mind because sure. so, your attitude now is that I can do it. Was there ever a time that you were telling yourself I can't do it and you didn't do it? Yeah. I mean, I, there was several times I, I quit. I almost quit. Um, I actually, I, we had a hurricane. It was when I had, right before I moved into my shop, um, we had a hurricane and my, my, my structure got destroyed. I mean, flattened. It was flattened um and i was just so down and i was like i'm done i i, I don't want to do this anymore I, I folded it up i i got somebody i hired one client to take care of my regulars just like my regular maintenance washes and stuff and i went to the mainland <laughs> and i went to the mainland for like four months this was back in 2012. so not that long ago really um, but I, and I was depressed and I had anxiety and I didn't, I had to like do a complete reset 
and it started with me. Like, there, was some, there wasn't something wrong with my business. There was something wrong with me. So I, once I left and got kind of an outside look of what was going on, I had to just make an adjustment change. So I, I went back to therapy and I got my head right. And I dealt with my anxiety and I dealt with my depression. And then I came back and I rebuilt my shop and I hit it hard. But, um, but I have, I have a propensity for, for depression and anxiety. So in with the more you get familiar with yourself and 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 those signals of hey i'm i'm having anxiety before it gets out of control once you get a handle on those things you can be preventative so it doesn't trickle down to things like your business and start affecting all areas of your life so it comes with just you know experience i'm glad i experienced those things they were horrible and hard but if we had you know if we didn't if we don't make mistakes we're not gonna we're not gonna grow so some no. of the, some of the hardest failures have become my greatest successes well and i'll tell you there's gonna be people that are listening right now that um let, let's own this is that you know I, I i've been doing search and rescue for 30 plus years I've been in business it's almost it's almost hard to believe for almost 40 years uh, military um, I've seen shit that there, there I was just talking to one of my buddies and you know th there's one incident in my life that I saw that on a scale of 10 it's I don't know what a 10 is yet but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure this one was anybody that thinks what Kelly's talking about if you are struggling right now, Business stresses you out if you let it. Usually nothing's wrong with your business. It's wrong with you. Kelly, you just nailed that. The other thing is, is that life can stress you out. Is we're, we're here right now. We've got, you know, training students in the in-house. In, in uh, we've got parents here. We've got people without kids. Um, raising kids can stress you out. Being in a relationship can stress you out. COVID's stressing us out is is all these things that we see and deal with um you it don't be ashamed of going and talking with somebody because it's not a sign of weakness it's a sign of strength and and i'll tell you is that i'm not sure i'm sharing that i've had some low spots and the bet the highest spots were coming out of those low spots and learning from it and here's why is because what we can how we can help other people that are either younger than us or maybe even older than us and just haven't come to the light yet of going and getting help's okay. And so, you know, there's a there's a, a real dark spot when when people say they've had to go to therapy or they've they've been I, I don't care who you are. I've never met a person that hasn't faced some pretty serious challenges uh, mentally, you know. Admitting it is the strongest and hardest part. Going and taking and speaking to somebody. It, I'm telling you, it's a relief valve that you can't imagine. So if you're listening to this and you've been reluctant because you see it as a, as a weakness, stop that. It's not. Nobody, A, nobody needs to know you went and talked to somebody. And, and B, is it's not a sign of weakness, it's a sign of strength. And I don't care who you are. There's some very strong, macho people I know <laughs> that go and get a little help every once in a while. 
And and so I think that's brilliant. And Kelly does so much with you know the women. So so now listen, you've joined forces um, with a good friend of ours, Steve Hampton. Uh, Steve does a lot of aircraft. Uh, Steve and I talked this last week. We had a we had a, a, a meeting, and we go all the way back to 2009 is when I trained him in aircraft. Wow. <laughs> 2009. Uh, it's hard to believe that Steve and I have known each other that long. So you jumped into the aircraft uh, side of things. So let's talk about that for a second. Uh, well, I'm a little embarrassed because I did it wrong when I started. And it was before I went to training. And I, I'm going to really say this for the people that are considering it. You have to do it right from the get-go. You have to have the right insurance. I, I put myself at risk. I could have lost everything. I could have um, like really done myself some harm in my business. I was very, very lucky. And, and then getting into Air Force One and then teaming up with Steve Hampton. I mean, air, aviation detailing is my passion and I'm working on becoming a pilot. I mean, that is like what I, I'm living the dream right now. Um, Teaming up with Steve has been just uh, unbelievable. He's such a great guy, number one. And number two, I've just learned, he's such a great mentor and I'm learning so much. And I, I'm just, I just feel like I have to pinch myself right now because I just got back from Maui yesterday. We're, we just went live in Maui yesterday. Um, so it, it's been an incredible, incredible experience and a lot of hard work. Like I started 10 years ago doing this not knowing and then and then really putting the work in now to really do it right and cross my t's and dot my i's um it's taken over a year to get to this place so for it to shift just yesterday i feel a little bit like i'm on top of the world today because um i'm just so i mean i feel like everything's coming to fruition that i've been working like two three years on so i'm just I'm so eternally grateful and blessed to be able to do what I love and, and for that to break open at this point in my life. I'm just, I'm just blessed. Now uh, we're real proud of you. And, and, Thank you. and I think some good, I think some good wise words is that, you know, we're getting out. There's some, there's some people doing a great job um, of promoting aircraft detailing, you know, um, that are newer to the detail, newer than I am. They're not new to detailing. Uh, Shiny Jets, you know, is doing a great job of putting it out there uh, in a very reasonable and responsible way. Um, you know, we we kind of went we went incognito with aircraft detailing because of the dangers uh, involved in it. And you know, the feds have ju jumped into it. There's a a federal mandate that says that once the aircraft is detailed, it's got to be taken out of service and then put back in by an AMP. Um, they're start, we're starting to see them push that a little bit because they've had a lot of problems with auto detailers jumping in, working on aircraft that have no business working on aircraft. So while we're there, we're, Hey, we're going to be, we're going to be hosting a, um, a live event, a podcast. We're going to bring Steve in. We're going to bring Kelly in, some other people that work on aircraft. And I'm going to give a, a, a lecture on aircraft detailing uh, with that. One of the best things that you could do if you're listening to this and want to get into aircraft, A, your normal insurance isn't going to cover you. 
Mm-mm. B, even if your agent says it, it's probably still not going to cover you. Um, because if you don't have specific aviation underwriting, you're not covered. And yep. so, you know, if you're going through Allstate or something like that, State Farm, I can almost guarantee you that your agent is making a big mistake and you think you're covered and you're not. And so you got to be really careful. B, it's expensive is all get out. It really is. Uh, our, our payment on our insurance, our aviation insurance is our house payment. That tells you how expensive it is. So if you're going to jump into it, you need to be worried. Now, the other thing is on the side, positive note, go to ground school and go become a private pilot and learn what the heck you can do with and around aircraft. I mean, it's fun. It's a business write-off if you structure it right. And uh, you're going to learn a lot. You're going to be a lot safer. And look at that smile. I mean, you get (laughs) on aircraft. I I mean, and you don't have to fly a ton. You could be a student pilot. And, and, and take forever. Uh, that's what I've done is, is take forever to become a pilot when you grow up, yeah. you know? And so don't be afraid of that. So um, next question, this is a big one, is, you know, our industry is filled with a lot of testosterone, <laughs> a tremendous amount no. of testosterone. <laughs> uh, so how's it been, how's it, how, how, as a female in our industry, are you seeing, we've got a, We've got Robin here, another female, and and I've related her to you and and, and to uh, we've got powerful women in this industry. We, do. we really do, um, and we've got powerful women in our group. So you've been in it long enough to see transitions. Uh, from a woman's perspective, give it to me. Well, it's different now. I'm going to just preface with that. Um, it was really difficult when I first started. Like, um, there was a lot of, like, you, you're a girl, you don't know what you're talking about, or how could you possibly know more about paint than I do? And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a struggle. And maybe even more so because I'm, I don't know, the, the island was hard uh, in my early years. Like, um, I would say you know early 2000s i think it started shifting probably 2009 2010 i still get a little flack once in a while but for the most part the industry has shifted because there are so many women now um i think before it was more of a proving like i had to prove myself more but now now that i i, I just think it's changed to the point of you know, if you're a good detail, you're a good t- detailer. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Um, and I feel that, especially within our group, you know, I don't want to be a badass female detailer. I want to just be a badass detailer. Um, Amen. You want to be an entrepreneur. I do. I do. There's a big difference. You know, I tell, I tell people that this is the industry. I've never seen an industry that a lot of the males get up every day and take a Viagra, <laughs> an ego Viagra. Um, they do some serious Johnson measuring. Seriously. You know, they're constantly going up against each other and roostering and posturing. <laughs> and, you know, it's like watching, it's like, it's watching a cockfight. I mean, these guys just, and it's just like, calm the hell down and go I make mean, some they money. Go at it. I feel like they're worse than the women because they get, oh my God, they are. And they're like, you know, and then it just goes. <laughs> And so you guys need to learn a lesson from the females. 
And and here's the deal is 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 females are more trustworthy now. Is because of the egos and because of what some of you guys put up online is that you're making a fool out of yourself. Stop it. You know, stop it. Now with that, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a very sensitive subject. And that's it, that's our female counterparts in the industry. Not many, but there are there that are TNA based detailers that right. they're showing off and they're yep. showing off and that's their success. Now, if you're beautiful, you're beautiful and you can get attraction. I'm beautiful. I know how it is to track things. You look great in a bikini laying out on your car, <laughs> you know? And so here's the deal is that if you can attract people, you know, naturally attraction is a big part of it, but there's no reason to be, there's no reason to reduce our industry by being, yeah. And so what's your message to the females out there? What would you, to Robin's here, you know, um, she's like you. She's a beautiful, smart, intelligent detailer. Yeah. Um, you know, what would what would your message be to the other, to the, to the, to your counterparts in the industry, the female counterparts in the industry? I'd say just do, be confident and strong and empowered. I think that being empowered is the key. Um, I think when we, I think looking to our strengths and as women and getting away from all those, um, you know, exterior attractions, do what you, what you, what lights you up. Cause when you're, if you're doing what lights you up and you're, that empowers you. And then you're putting, you're putting light into the world and you're getting light back. So I say, just be confident, be empowered and like, just be yourself. You don't need anything but yourself. Good words. And let me tell you, the opposite's true too. If you're a young female or male and you're attractive, man, flaunt that. Just don't, you know, there's right. no reason to be, you know, there's no reason to be um all defining. Lower. Like all yeah. the, you don't need to be all defined by what that is. Like be known for like what's inside and what you do and how you are as a person and not that that all that doesn't help with image i'm not, i'm saying it does yes of course it does but that's don't let it define you you yeah, don't have absolutely. to be defined by that no you know i think there's some attractive female detailers that are killing it and they're classy as hell and they're attractive as hell and there's some males in the same way they're young they're buff yep. you know justin lobato look at him you know he's all tattooed up and he's, beautiful. he's in great shape and you know i mean he's <laughs> He's not, he's nice to look at. I mean, you know, we got Jeremy in Hawaii, firefighter, Hawaiian. He's all sexified. And, you know, I mean, there's no reason <laughs> of being who you are. Right. Yeah. But on the same token is, is, is there's a point of no return to where you, you take it too far. And I, I, I love the fact that we're seeing females that are young and aggressive and they're entrepreneurs and they're sexy and they're cute. They're beautiful. And they're using, 360 degrees of what they got. Right. Uh, but they're keeping it really classy. You know, really. Hey, there's 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 females in this industry that use just a perfect balance. And when I'm on Instagram and I'll go going through and if they post something, I make sure to stop by. You of know? course. Yes. Because I, I like watching what they're doing. <laughs> and, and I'm not gay or nothing. And I, it'd be okay if I was. But if Jeremy. I think you are. Jeremy, <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. But hey, if, if Jeremy or Justin are popping stuff, there's other young guys in the industry that, you know, let's face it, they're attractive and they look good doing what they're doing. More power to them. You know what I'm right. saying? But then you got people like me that are older now 
And I'm just who I am, dude. And I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I am who I am and I'm proud of it. So don't worry about that. If you're not, you know, if you're not that way, you don't need to be that way. If you're not, you know, uh, a centerfold male or female, you don't need to be a centerfold. Is nope. look at look at some of the most popular reality programs right now. And I don't watch TV. I really don't watch. Uh, you know what we're hooked to? The no. program Survivor. We love. I actually. Diana, love Survivor <laughs> I love Survivor. Yeah, but you great. look at some of the the, 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 the personalities that are out there right now, and it's they're not all glamour. A lot of them are just, you know what I'm saying? They're real. You, uh, uh, an instance, a guy that's perfectly imperfect is Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yes. He's not a pass. He's, he's older. He's attractive. He's kept good, you know, he's kept good uh, care of himself. I mean, he, and he's lived a real life. He lost his wife, you know, I oh, mean, terrible. And, and, and he's, he, he did, you know, he's, he served time for making a mistake is I think that's a guy that doesn't have, isn't the perfect supermodel and he's not super young, but he's killed it. You know what I'm right. saying? Love him or hate him. He's killed Great it. Ima he's got an image. It's an image. He's he does. He's got a brand. He does. Yep. Yep. He's, 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 I, I often wonder how I'd look if I put those hair extensions in, you know, um, is that, you know, I think, I think I, I need look, to, I mean, those, I've seen you with those. Yeah. I think I need models. to do some dog, the bounty hunter sunglasses and, and, and yeah, there you go. Uh, so, Hey, let's, let's talk just for a second and we're going to get going on to the, the, the last couple subjects is that your outreach. Okay. You do this, it's kind of explain a little, we talked about it a little bit, but you know, how important is it? So many people look at what we can pull out of our communities and they pull, 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 and they don't put any deposits back in. Hey, it's great to pull out. You're an entrepreneur. You, you want to take money. Not only do I want to get into their right pocket, I want to try to get in their left pocket. And then I want to try to get in their back pocket too, uh, if I can. But you're really big on giving back to your local community. So let's talk about that for a second. Um. I'm pretty dedicated to to women. I mean, um, being being that um, we, you know we don't have a lot of money, monetary or support to do these programs. Um, I wanted I, I try and get at least once or twice a year a, a larger event where women can come and they don't have to pay for it. Um, like we do the zip lining. Um, We've done um, a couple other things like the boat trips. We've done mini retreats, et cetera. Um, and then just in general, like I will, I will like give details to like moms or single moms or women that just need a, a little boost and a help it like a cleanup in their car and whatnot. So it, it's, I feel it's important to give back to your community because it, there's so much triggering that happens. Um, and I'm, I'm more like into shining light into the community and, and bringing people together. Everybody's it, it's really hard, especially here. We had so much closed down. People are losing their businesses. Um, so even more so now we're doing boat trips. I'm doing boat trips every two weeks with our small women's community, just because, we are trying to stay connected and trying to 
keep our heads above water and all of us because it's a hard time right now. So whatever I can do to put the ripple of like flattening that trigger and, and negativity, I want to put a ripple of positivity into the community because it does, it, it affect, you affect one or two people and it just, it trickles down is what it's I It's a cascade. It's a cascade. It really is. And, and we've seen it when we're, you know, I don't think a lot of people, if you haven't been to Hawaii, um, is, you know, you got to look at Hawaii. The industry is tourism. And it so is. 2020 was really difficult on the people of Hawaii. And uh, that's why we went is because we love Hawaii. Um, I consider it my second home, uh, the mountains and the ocean. And I think that we, our main reason was, A, we needed escape. And, and, and thank God we have the means to go get an escape because a lot of people, even right now, they're watching this, haven't had an escape. And um, as small business owners is make sure to support not only your home community, but if you've got a second home that you like to go to, you know, get back there as soon as you can. Uh, Because wherever that is, it might be the Colorado River, it might be a ski town, it might be Big Bear. Um, I'm going to encourage you right now, if you're coming to Big Bear, don't. (laughs) We've got enough people. (laughs) stay away it's too crowded right now go to hawaii go to hawaii but and 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 also for those that are looking at traveling to the islands right now is probably the safest time ever you've got to have a covid uh uh, test before you get on the airplane everyone on the airplane they're tightening it up too they are really tightening it up yeah and so it's a it's a it's a great time and and i just love it And, and and so with that let's kind of round this out is that um you know, people that are newer right now and they've come into business, you know, they're young to business, maybe not young in age, but young to business. And they faced the hardships of COVID and they're thinking of giving up. You started, you really launched in a very difficult time too. I think a much more difficult time was 08 through, oh. through 2012 because we didn't have any of the support mechanisms that we had with this event. And so not to de- degrade the people that are going through hardships right now, but there's sources out there that, that, that can help you. And especially if you're running, it's, it's encouragement to run. A lot of people found out that weren't running above the board. They couldn't get PPP because they didn't have anything prove, you know, to prove what they've been doing. But a, re- a word of encouragement. So, so, you know, you faced it 09 and then, you know, 012. What would be to those people that are really struggling right now? What would you tell them? Uh, Stick to it. Like you just have to make a decision. Once you like make a decision and you just kind of have to set your sights on something and go for it. You can't ever, I mean, you have setbacks, but you can't ever look back. You have to just keep trudging forward. Even if it's hard. I mean, even if you like I had to get another job for a while back then just to get through. But it, I mean, I did, it didn't even, it wasn't even that long. I just did what I did to get through, put more money into my business so I could, so I could really build it. Um, just don't give up and know, know your worth, know your worth. That was like, like, that's the biggest thing that I, when I was starting out and I was trying, I just didn't know my worth and I didn't have the confidence. Um, Stick to itiveness confidence and and knowing your worth you don't need to be cheap no you don't need to be cheap matter of fact that's a race to the bottom 
for those really that are listening, is. right? It, it is. And, and here's the deal. If you're listening right now and you're new to business or you're newer to business and don't matter of fact, I'm going to encourage you this. I never entered a market with a new shop. We owned a lot of shops. We sold our shops. We're very successful at, at starting shops, running shops, and then, and then selling them. Um, I was never below the most expensive person. I'm going to say that again. I always matched or was above the most expensive person in the market because I didn't want to attract anything other than that. And that was part of our success plan is if you're mobile and you think you need to be cheaper than the shops, no. Our mobile service is premium. Is it's the premium, it's the it's the Rolex of services because you're coming to them. You do matter of fact, your expenses with travel time can be more mobile where depending on where you're at. If you're in the Southern California market or you're in Dallas, Texas, or Houston, um, or San Francisco where the traffic's really bad and it can take you an hour to go 17 miles. Your expenses could be more than a, than a fixed operation. And so don't think that you need to be cheap. Think that you need to be premium. And so I love that, Kelly. So, Kelly, how, how do people reach out to you? How do they find you on Instagram, on Facebook? On both uh, those, I'm on Instagram, sites. Facebook. I'm on okay. um, 74-5491 Kyiv Street. I'm an old industrial across from Ace Hardware. Um, I'm on akiakeprodetail.com. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Cool. So now the name, I got to ask this last question. <laughs> the name of your company, what's it mean and how'd okay. you come up with it? Well, it's kind of funny because I was actually, I was, I'd had a few beers with my girlfriends and I, they pushed me to, they're like, you're good. Why don't you just stop working for other people and open your own business? And, uh, and so we had quite a few beers one night and my Hawaiian friend uh, came, was in her Hawaiian dictionary and she came up with Agi Agi. She's like, it's got to be an A and it's got to be, you know, it's got to mean something. And so we thought it meant quick, ready and helpful. And then I found out it means a, it's a bird, <laughs> but it also means this is the best part of all because it really did work out. It means to preserve. So, oh, that's cool. It's really cool because that's and that's how my business has morphed. I mean, the story of my name is kind of the story of my business. Um, it went from just like out of the side, <laughs> off the side of the road to I have I'm going to preserve your vehicle. I'm going to restore your vehicle. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make you fall in love with your vehicle again so yeah it's it's kind of funny the whole story of the of the name and then i at one point i was going to change it but it's such a part of me and my story and my even just my sobriety it's all entangled in the embodiment of my business so i'm i'm holding tight to it that's awesome you know a funny story on our name is when we when we when we named our our company back in the 90s attention to details i thought it was so unique and one of a kind and then when the when the internet hit and everybody started registering their domains, there was four thousand attention to details, you know. And, and and my great my great unique idea wasn't such a great unique idea. Everybody had, had a great unique idea. So hey Kelly, real quick, we're gonna go through and, and Mike absolutely managed to snag a detailing job with Enterprise uh, as one of their guys for a while. Um, 
Um, oh. You know, uh, Mike says he's the happiest detailing. Decided to step up and get a part-time gig to help build things back up. Right on, man. You should hear yeah. some of these quotes. Hey, hey uh, Chris, jump in here and just let's 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 reach out and say hi to some of the people. Their uni's on. So uh, look at that. Uh, uni wants to come to training. She says, <laughs> yeah, "Well, get over here, man." I tell you what, she's gonna, she's gonna have to because Carlos is kicking butt, and uh, you know I know she's super competitive. And uh, he's going to be able to waste her now. So, you know, uh, so let's go through. There's just some great. I don't know if you can see them all. I can't get to them all. Uh, oh, yeah, I can. Uh, I just saw this. Just sure. a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of good comments. Um, People are texting you know, me. We've got, we've, got, we've got some fans. Uh, I'm trying to find one of them. Let me see here. It's great. Oh, Bar do you know uh, Barbara? She's my accountant. Oh, yeah? There you go. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. Well, she says, well, says you love you love to fly. Uh, Travis Rook loves your passion for aviation. So you had yeah, some I, other guys. You got um, Humberto in uh, Puerto Rico dealt with uh, hurricane stuff just like you had to. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. It... it you know, so hey, hey, everybody, I'll I'll, I'll tell you right now is go check out Kelly. Uh, Kelly, thanks for being an inspiration. Um, now, some good news is is that I wanted to kind of say this till you're on is, you know, I, I, we're we're in the midst of building up a new nonprofit um, that's going to do that's all about making people great. That's it's all about that, and we're going to take you know, uh, we're really reaching out to the EMS community, um, really everybody, kids. EMS, we're going to do everything kind of with a A on the EMS side. Uh, Jeremy's going to be very involved, and uh, we're, we want a, an opportunity to bring people that do so much for us and just give them a therapeutic escape where they can talk to other people like myself and Jeremy that know what they're dealing with and what they've seen. But we're also going to do an outreach to where we support dads and daughters, uh, dads and sons, um, women. But we want to take and be a big contributor and help you guys out, that nonprofit, help your nonprofit out in making sure that you continue to, to serve the women of the islands and that you can take and, and, and continue to help people. So it might be a little cry. part, but, but it might be a little part of something, but we definitely want to jump in because we, we love your passion that you've got for it. So um, thank you. So reach out to her. I mean, Kelly, it's been an honor. And uh, I always love being around you and your energy. And uh, thanks for coming on this morning. So uh, we're going to get back to work because we got some uh, students here that need to go work their booties off. That's right. And, uh, Ke Kelly, thanks so much. And thanks, uh, Chris, we'll, we'll see you Chris. tomorrow. And aloha. And uh, everybody, thanks for tuning in. And if you, uh, if you enjoyed this, make sure to share it as we really appreciate it is that we want to make an impact on people. And, and we want to thank PNS for underwriting. Uh, all these events is if it wasn't for them, Bob and Dave, thank you so much for allowing this to happen and making sure it goes on and on and on and on into our, our other uh, sponsors also. So thanks everybody. Have a wonderful day. Uh, Aloha Kelly. We'll talk to you soon. Aloha. Thank Adios, you. Everybody.